Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. I know you've heard this a million times before, but we like to say it at the start of every episode. We answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas, like how do you deal with a smelly dick? What? What? I mean, Ben writes ben, these. Ben, come on. Even for TMI. me. TMI. Even for me, that's... T- we- We've literally just started and gone straight in there with smelly penis. And how long is too long to leave a WhatsApp message on unread? Well, that's one for you. Yeah. How many unread WhatsApp messages do you have at the moment? Do you want me to... Yeah, let's have a look. No. No, it's fine. Let's have a look. No, I'm... Uh, 242. 242 messages. But that's a lot of groups and stuff that I'm not in. No, on the floor. Let's miss. Uh, and of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexed your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North radio presenter. This is a bit of a niche one now. I'm more a Ming vase, whereas you're just Ming-ing. What's a Ming vase? Like China, the Ming dynasty, which was a period of time in China. Oh, like the Ancient Tudors. China. Yeah, sort of like that, yeah. yeah. R- r- ruled, when China was ruled over by the Ming family, Ming, Ming-ing. Get it? Yeah, I'm fully yeah. aware what minging is. Do you know what gopping is? Gopping? Yeah. No. I think it's an army word, gopping. Okay. It means like the minging. Right. Oh, your breath's gopping. Right. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, you're gopping. Every day's a school day. Ben! What's up with you today? <laughs> like being produced by year six. <laughs> Ben's like, your penis is gopping. Come on, we've not even started already doing bloody willy gags. Shall we have a drink? Yes, please. And it was, there's just a splash more of that uh, Gordon's from the there other day. Oh, you can tell you and um, Mike lo- are still in the honeymoon period. Not married yet. Oh. A lot of people write to us saying what gin goes best with Dubonnet. To be perfectly honest, anything, as long as it's a standard gin. To be perfectly honest, it's whoever's sponsoring us at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's Gordon sponsoring us, we'll say Gordon's. If it's Plymouth Gin, we'll say Plymouth Gin. Tankery? No, they're not sponsoring us. Do you know what? I bought a big bottle of bloody Tankery, took it round to my brother and sister-in-law's mm-hmm. for Christmas. Big bottle, like nice gin. Yeah. Didn't touch it and bloody left it there. Is it? Is well, it bad that still still annoys me, that? Yes. Is it? Um, but no, in all seriousness... As long as it's an unflavoured gin. If it, when you're going down the strawberry gin, unless it's flavoured orange or lemon, which Unless it's a Gordon Sicilian lemon, again, who are sponsoring us... Weeks ago. <laughs> then that's perfectly fine. Seriously, um, any gin. Yeah, any sort of standard unflavoured gin, because no. the de Bonnet takes over anyway. Now, you know I love a gin and tonic and a gin and de Bonnet. Yes. I also love a vodka tonic. Have I ever told a you this? A vodka tonic. A vodka tonic on a Friday, if you've had a week of it. And I I drink a lot less now. Comparing to when we first met, I drink a lot Mm. less. But on a Friday night, a vodka tonic is the perfect drink after a long week. It's sharp, it's perfect. And I was thinking, I wonder if vodka and the bonnet would work. Well, we should try it. Bring in in a bottle of vodka, we'll try it. Did Jamie Lang ask about that? Yeah. We'll try it. He's a lovely guy, Jamie Lang. It was on our bonus podcast episode a couple of weeks ago. He was indeed, with Tom Lucy. Uh, Who should we toast to? Well... 
I'd like to toast to Cat, producer Ben's girlfriend. Yep. Because, as I mentioned uh, last week, I have now gone round to their house for dinner. Yeah, Mike and I went round. You'll hear all about it in a minute. I have brought in one of my diary entries. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. So you'll hear about that in a minute. And I'd just like to toast, ahead of that diary entry, Cat. 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 We don't say this enough. We love Cat. We love Cat. She, she is, is incredibly funny. She is, honestly, she's a such a laugh. And they are very good together. We're being nice to oh, you. Oh, look, he's shaking his you head. Are, how long have you been going out for? Oh, there he is. Top of his head. Look at him going all, he's going all, <laughs> talk, he's going all talk sport now. Too bloody long. You get less for murder. How long? Uh, Don't call her the ball and chain. That's ridiculous. Eight years. He didn't say that. I'm joking. Eight years. Eight Eight years. years. Wow. Eight years. They met at uni. It's only yesterday for Ben. Back when Ben was a boy. No, she is. She's very funny. Um, Anyway, we'll get a drink. (laughs) Yeah, she does. We'll get get on to that in a minute. (laughs) Remember, G and Divas, if you need our help with something, then we'd love it if you get in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at help at sexedmyboss.com, or you can tweet or send us a message on Instagram or TikTok. We're at sexedmyboss. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. Or if you're living your life worry-free at the moment, and you're just here because you enjoy the podcast, we'd love it. Or genuinely, we'd love it if you could recommend Help I Sex and My Boss to a friend or a colleague or a brother or a sister, whoever. And uh, also, leave us a rating. We've not had any ratings in a while. Come on, we need it. We need to read your comments. Not a shitty one, though. Because then I get all needy at 11 o'clock at night when I've had a drink going... <laughs> Do I really sound arrogant? Have I actually changed? Do we have too many ads in the podcast? So, yes to all three of those. (laughs) (laughs) So, as mentioned, you weren't invited, but that's only because they're table seats four. I went round to producer Ben and Cats for dinner. Yeah. How was it? It was really, really nice. We had a lovely, lovely time. What? What? Let me guess. What did you have for me? Was it like an avocado with a cheese slice wrapped around it? (laughs) It wasn't it wasn't that uh, cliche? No, it was the t- it was the, the I'm joking. it was the Qatar chicken as you called it last week. Uh, it was lovely. It was really yeah. really nice. Ben is actually quite a good cook when he can did be bothered. Did cook Ben? Ben did do yeah, Ben did do the cooking. Did he show you his collection of pale ales? <laughs> did he have his cardi on? Uh, I can't remember what he had on. Did you have your cardi on? No. Oh, he had a shirt. Oh, he had a shirt. Oh, yeah, he had one of his in one of his shirt no, collections. A shirt or a cardi? No. I bought a cardi. You bought a cardigan? Yeah, I bought a cardigan. It's pro- Are they back in? I, I, and my words, when I bought that, I thought, oh, that's a nice... Cardi's are back in. It's like a, I bought a cardigan, I thought, I can read the paper with that on a, Saturday, on a Sunday afternoon with a little old-fashioned drink. A drink, yes, yeah, I know. whiskey. I thought, I can read my book in that. And it was pointed out to me that that cardigan was very producer, Ben. Oh, really? Mm. Was it? Mm. Unironed? Oh. <laughs> now I have start. I have told you this before, but I have restarted writing my diary. I started on tour. Oh, I did when we yes, went on of tour, course, yeah. And I've carried on more or less every day. Have you? And so I've written about going to producer Ben's. Oh, great! I love William's diary. Would you like to hear the entry? Shouldn't this be in the bonus? It's going to be in this one. Oh, okay, that's fine. Go for it. <clears throat> Last Friday, we were invited to dinner with Ben his girlfriend, Cat, and their whippet, Diego. (laughs) Before we left, I descended into a sartorial quandary as to what to wear. On the one hand, it's a lovely dinner at the home of a pair of equally lovely friends, so one wants to make an effort. 
But on the other hand, it's Hackney. <laughs> Hackney is home to many progressive sorts, all of whom are known for being liberal, independent thinkers, which is why they all like to dress exactly the same. <laughs> Browsing my wardrobe, I couldn't find any dungarees or t-shirts with profound slogans, so I... <laughs> so I opted instead for a chambray shirt, merino wool jumper, duck green corduroy trousers and a biscuit-coloured cashmere overcoat. <laughs> I was sure I'd fit right in. I even wore mismatching socks, one navy, the other black, just to add a little hipster touch. <laughs> Mikey chose his best oversized high-vis and slipped an olive-coloured beanie over his hard hat. He was going to change out of his cement-clad work boots, but we decided they'd actually help complete the East London aesthetic, so he kept them on. <laughs> Being the good millennials we are, we looked up the route from West to East London on City Mapper and worked out we needed to have left last week in order to get there on time. <laughs> We finally arrived and had a warm greeting from Ben, cat and dog. It was so nice to see producer Ben outside of work. That said, I'm not sure he particularly liked the hostess gift. Three minutes into our visit, the bottle of Argentinian Malbec fell and smashed. Who knew vinyl flooring could be so lethal? <laughs> there was now a bloody pool of Malbec gathered around Ben's sockless ankles. It was spattered... <laughs> sockless ankles... <laughs> It was spattered up the walls on the chairs, cupboards and skirting boards. Diego the dog, ironically named after one of Argentina's most famous exports, watched silently from his teepee as we all helped clean up the mess of another of Argentina's finest. <laughs> the wine bottle accident did shake Ben a little, and cat Diego, Mikey and I had to spend a good 15 minutes hugging him and stroking his hair, telling him it was all going to be okay. Dinner was soon served, and Ben offered up his baked aubergine with a salty whipped feta yoghurt, which we soon gobbled up, followed by za'atar chicken and some delicious ice cream. Finally, we moved from the freshly decorated, with red wine, dining room into the drawing room, where we all sang along to some BTS hits. <laughs> we did. It was great. Mikey and I then headed to London City Airport to catch the last flight back to Heathrow and were safely in our beds ready for songs of praise the following Sunday. Marvellous. Bravo. Bravo. Did you have a good evening? We then? had a lovely evening. Bravo. It was, it was. God, it's far away, isn't it, though? It, it, was, it was great. It was very, very good. But the bottle of wine did smash. Literally, I brought the hostess gift, then put it on top of his fridge, then opened the fridge, which made the wine bottle fall from the top of the fridge... And a good Mikey had to go to the shops to get some paper towel. So yeah, the the bottle of wine smashed. So it's an interesting approach. Bring you know, if you don't like the hostess gift, just sort of throw it on the floor. You are one clumsy <laughs> from one clumsy per I can't call anyone clumsy. Anyway, so yeah, we bought him a Malbec because we thought he liked it. Apparently not. Do you not like Malbec? He does have been licking the floor for the last week. Mm. <laughs> Generally his walls are now red. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be invited round soon. Uh, don't patronise me. I'm fine. I'm ben not... apparently had had said to me that it was a it was a bad week for us to turn up because apparently having me turn up to your house is apparently stressful. Oh I don't yeah, care. tell me about it. You spend the night before cleaning. You get up early to make sure it's fine, and then a week later when you're recording a podcast, you say, "Just let you know there was a bit of fluff <laughs> next to your cabinet." <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ben, it was nice. I thought the bathroom was very clean. Whose? His. Yours was very clean, but I'm not surprised because you are fastidious. Fastidious? Yeah, fast and hideous. No, it's fastidious. a joke. Fastidious. 
Anyway. Anyway, so that was nice. Um, what else have you done this week? What else have I done this week? Um, I've started swimming. Have you? Yes. What badge you on? Five metres? <laughs> oh, can you remember those? Yeah. Yes. Little, uh, what recalled? I only ever got my five metres. I weren't a good swimmer. What recalled? Little f- tiger from Frosty's. Oh, yes. He were on him, weren't he? Frosty, wasn't he called? Or Fred? Fred Frosty? Or? Do you remember those Frosty's advert? They're going to taste great. They're going to taste great. That Are they kid. from Birmingham? That really annoying kid. It's going to taste great. Oh, it's from Birmingham. That's when I thought I'm going to get that off here. Do you not remember? Was it this one? Yeah, this. Remember? Can I see? Oh. Tony. I, do, you remember, do you know what about all those cereal adverts and stuff? Mm. Like and any breakfast advert, they make it look like getting up in the morning is the most calm and peaceful and easily done thing. Like yeah, yeah. In my house growing up, it was just uh, it was it was like was it from good? Oliver. Oh. Jordan, come and have your frosties. Are they going in the bin? And don't winch to me if they go soggy because you're not having another. Bradley, get dressed! Dominic, get down from there! Graham, pick your boxes up off the back. Oh, every morning. Every morning. You see, we had... William! Fried, poached, scrambled. What do you want? Before school? Yeah. You got an egg on a weekday? Yeah. Oh, you're well posh. You got a hot breakfast on a weekday? Sometimes we wanted it. We weren't even allowed ready break. Ready break? Yes, I remember that. James used to have that. I still have ready break now. I love it. I can't have normal porridge. I've not told you this. I have ready break most mornings. How old are you? Did you not know this? I have ready break most mornings. No wonder you've got a dad bod. Yeah, I have ready break with banana, raisins, cinnamon and honey. Honey? Honey. I don't know why I said honey. Honey? Honey. I still have ready break. I can't have normal porridge. You're never going to have to buy your own ready break ever again after this. They're going to taste... (laughs) Oh, I hope not. I hope they send it in because it's dear. I don't... It's just oats. No, it's not. It's ready break. It's awful. Why is it... Why are you both dishing on ready break? Producer Ben says he doesn't like ready break. I can't believe your mum and met you an egg in. We, we were Especially it was cup, my father. We had cup breakfast. Yeah, but only two of you. There were four of us. In a freaking three-bedroom house. Not wrong with that. I'm just saying. Mm. It's cat manic. I won't have it any other way. Anyway, we've had lots of dinner party chat on the podcast recently. Some good, some, you know... I can't not, believe you had an egg before school. That's not well good. <laughs> Uh, some of the dinner parties. Oh, were... we had toast. Sorry, we'd have toast or grumpets. Yeah, and oh, grumpets. Sorry. So we've had lots of dinner party chat on the podcast recently. Some good, some you know not so good. So next week we thought we should do a little bit of a recap on dinner parties. Now that sort of you know it's more or less safe to have people over. Obviously lateral flow before you go. So we thought we could help out the G and Debers who might struggle, especially if they sort of are from the producer Ben's school of stressed hosting. Um, so we thought we'd we'd do a little dinner party special. Are we doing a dinner party special? We're going to do a dinner party special next week. When did we sign that off? Do I get e- copied into any emails? Either? Do you respond to messages? Yes, I do. Yeah, I'm up for that. Good. Excellent. So that's marvellous. So if you have any problems on dinner parties, let us know. Right, one thing that's been bugging me, I asked you this a few weeks ago. When you and Mikey... Oh, I know you're going to hate this saying. When you and Mikey tie the knot... Yeah. 
And a few months later, when you've got a bun in the oven. Yeah. I've got a bun in the oven. Yeah, that means pregnant. Right. I mean, you do realise how it works on my side of the church. I'm very much aware. I got okay. a D in GCSE science. Well, that's probably why. Or was it a C? Anyway. Okay. I've been wanting to know this. You and Mikey, when you get married, what are your surnames going to be? Are you going to be like Richard and Judy? Because I know you're a big TV power couple. Uh, are you going to like keep, like you're going to keep your own surnames for the telly, right? And for media work, and then. But what is it? Is it going to be Mikey Hanson Worrell, mm-hmm. or no? Will it be Mikey Worrell Hanson, and will you be Willie ha- William Hanson Worrell? Right. It sounds so. You're, you're, honestly, it sounds so posh that Hanson Worrell. No, we are just going to stay as we are styled currently. We are not taking either person's name. This is how we're, at the moment, months to go, of course. I will be William Hansen. He will be Mikey Worrell. Okay. That's that's it. Have you got the ring yet? No. Have you sent we're, the invites out yet? No, it's months away, darling. Yeah, you send them out, darling. Not, not nine months to go. You do. You have a baby in that time. That's yeah, shotgun wedding. Um, no, but... I mean, it was interesting with the, the whole name thing. You were out for tea with a bloody vicar who's marrying you the other week, so I'm sure you can send some Yeah, because he's a out. friend. Mm. Anyway, don't look at me like that. What? Just get them invites out. I'll be there, as long as I haven't got any work coming in. Um, no, I'll be there, of course I'll be there. Yes, I know and you're going to be there. we've got the stag do coming up as well. Exactly. Um, no, but the, na- the whole name thing is interesting because, you know, traditionally... We, if you go back way back when, people didn't even have surnames. You were just known as Jordan or William. And we are going back to really way back when, sort of just just after the cavemen. That's because because you know they, people didn't tra- you know people didn't move places. You just stayed in your in your zone. It's like the past two years, <laughs> exactly. So there was, and then then when people did start to move around, surnames came in. Jordan's very pleased with this joke, Ben. Well done. It's the fact that I wish you could see Gene. He was sorry. It's just when I do a good joke, Ben just gives me a little nod. <laughs> Go on, carry on. So people started to move around a bit, and then thus they needed to have a name that differentiated. So, you know, if they were called Alex, for example, you had to sort of be called Alex Smith if you because were a blacksmith. you were a blacksmith. Whereas if you were Alex hairdresser for example it's because you were a hairdresser oh Plum- right. yeah okay. exactly right, yeah. uh or if you were related to somebody like hansen for example it's a danish thing i've got a bit of dane in me you'd be <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying... i didn't know Mikey was danish I'm only laughing because I'm tiddled. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bit of Yorkshire in you as well. <laughs> 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 <William>. <laughs> Sorry. So Hanson, son of Hans. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's north then? In fact, I think I know this. Well, probably just from the north. No, I don't. I think. No, because my. Don't try and make it into something more profound than it is. No, my granddad's side. My family's Welsh. We think we're pretty confident we're related to George North, the rugby player who plays for Wales. Well, anyway, so that's where surnames came in. And then, of course, 
with sort of a husband and wife, for example, with a man and a woman, sort of the woman traditionally would take the husband's last name. But that's if that's sort of going back to an era where, and thank God we've changed now, where it was sort of the woman as the moment she was born she was property of her father and then it was that's the whole walking down the aisle thing the father was handing over his daughter to her new owner being the husband and thus she would take the husband's last name and again we're enlightened now that laws are completely abolished interestingly what i did find when i've been researching all of this is that there is no legal requirement for a woman to change her name to the males a lot of women choose to do it maybe because they don't like their maiden name which is fair enough but interesting there's no legal requirement for anyone to do it oh really so that's that's traditionally why but with gay couples you can sort of just make up the rules oh that's quite interesting actually Mm. so there we go so no we're we're going to stick we're st- we're not rebranding. We're sticking how we are. <clears throat> Have we got the rings yet? No. Have we got we- what? Are you wearing matching outfits? No, matching outfits. Matching suits. No. It's a bit. Do, uh, do you know what suit he's going to wear? Or are you going to be surprised each other on the day? I've never been to a gay wedding. No, we're not. We're not. We will know what each other is wearing. We're probably going to go shopping together for our. Oh. Um, waistcoats. We've we've got the tailcoats and stuff already, so we'll it'll just be the waistcoats that'll be different. No, get something new for your wedding. Well, I don't know. We'll see. No. Yeah, but what? Just Ben said we should all go shopping. A bit like Sex in the City. He can try. Sexted in the Sexted city. Sexted in the city. Yes. Oh, we'll do a special episode. <sighs> Sex in the city, and then when you walk out in your dress, we'll be like, Oh my god! Oh my god! You're so beautiful. We've got to do Sexted in the City. Sexted in the City. Well, I've never watched Sexted. I've, I've, watched, watched. I've watched like three episodes. Well, I thought you'd lo- love it. No, all, Mikey, all Mikey the... showed it to me and it wasn't... Did Mikey like it? Mikey loves it. Yeah, all the girls at uni were up... Like, all the girls had posters at uni of it. Okay, Gene Divas, I've never watched it, but if you think that Ben, Jordan and I like certain characters, if your knowledge of Sex in the City is better than ours, let us know who we would be. Yeah. You'd be Carrie. Carrie, I've well, never seen well, the main episode, one. Yeah. Um, okay, before we go to the listeners' questions, shall we do your wacky? Shall we do it together? It? You do the. Okay, before we do it, here's the jingle. Come on, G and Divas, it's time to learn a new word with Billy. I mean, Jordan is William's wacky word of the week. And the word this week is Octothorpe. 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 Isn't that a James Bond film? That's Octopussy. Trust me, I'm not talking about that. Octothorpe, and I'll tell you the definition after these messages. Hello, I'm Dave Berry, and I am fascinated by my next-door neighbour. His name is Neil Srinivasan, and he's a leading cardiologist. Since I moved to this particular part of London, Neil and I have started to become friends... Our polite greetings over the fence turned into garden barbecues and drinks down the local pub. But with unfettered access to someone with a job that is so far removed from my own, I'm desperate to find out more about his industry, one that is quite literally a matter of life and death. In Doctor Next Door, I'll be doing my utmost to learn all about Neil as a medical professional, but also Neil as a person. Because, believe it or not, even doctors have lives outside of the operating theatre. But this podcast isn't just here to feed my own curiosities. I want you to be involved in these conversations too. I can't wait to get into this, so make sure you subscribe or follow Doctor Next Door from wherever you usually get your podcasts. 
Oh, hang on a second. That must be the doctor next door now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. And the word of the week this week is Octothorpe. Any guesses as to what Octothorpe is? Octo- it, it's a noun, what it means. A noun's a, a name then, isn't it? Well, it's a, it's a place. Well, sort of. No, not necessarily. It's not a verb. It's a thing. And an adjective is a describing word, isn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, Octothorpe means, I know. Yep. It's a ride at Thorpe Park, isn't it? <laughs> is it? Yeah. It's an octopus ride at Thorpe Park. No. It's something that you will use a lot, being relevant and young. You'll use it every day on social media, probably. Phone. Octothorpe is the official name for a hashtag. What? Its official name is an Octothorpe. So instead of going hashtag, hashtag ad, we can now go Octothorpe ad. What's it? So is it an old word? Yeah, octo, because it's eight. Octothorpe. Yeah, is it an old meaning? Yeah, I mean, it's not. Oh, so is that little hashtag... Is officially... Called... Octothorpe. And what would it be used for, the hashtag, before? Uh, telephone numbers. It's uh-huh. sort of... It's the number symbol is what it was, and now it's sort of been sort of repurposed for social media. Octothorpe. Do you want to say it one more time? Octothorpe. Okay. There we go. Should we do Give Me the D? Should we have another yeah, sing song? Let's stretch it? our uvulas again. This is our competition where we give you a chance to win a bottle of our signature drink, the Bonnet. It's really simple. Producer Ben will post an image on our Instagram account, at sexandmyboss. All the rules of how to enter can be found on there. You've just, got to, you've just got to tag yourself on there. And one of the commenters will get a bottle of D. Let's have the jingle. I want the D. I need it now. Please tell me when. Please tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. So come on, boys. Give me the D. Cha cha cha. Still not been updated. How did we ever You have get... one job. Don't have a go at producer Ben. That's my job. <laughs> Good luck to all those entering the D. Okay. Let's get in. Let's get on with the listeners' questions. Yes, shall the we? best part of the podcast: your guys' problems and dilemmas. Which of the cast of Mary Poppins has written in this, this week? week? By Biggins. Baggins. What's Biggins he isn't in Poppins. What's he called? Buttons. Buttons. That's Cinderella, isn't it? Bert. Buttons. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Buttons is in Cinderella. Bert is in Mary Poppins. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I hope this email finds you well and that you are able to assist me with my small dilemma. I'm a university student and my boyfriend works full time. We have lived together for about six months now and it's going great. Since he works full time, he drifts off to sleep much earlier than me. And while he is sleeping, I manage to squeeze in some episodes of my favourite trash television shows. The problem is that while he is snoring next to me, I miraculously get in the mood and find myself contemplating whether or not to wake him up. 
I know we both enjoy the events that follow. He wouldn't be kept awake longer than 10 minutes and it would help us both sleep better. Plus, he's a very light sleeper, so it wouldn't be difficult to initiate said activities. The question is, am I being selfish for wanting to wake him up to partake in this activity? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. A male insight would really help solve this dilemma. Kind regards, Sefi. Sefi. Um, no, I think, especially if he falls asleep before you, that could actually maybe stifle the sex life. So if you're wanting a bit, then mm. wake him up. Definitely. It'd be a nice little surprise. Or just say just say something like, don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. I might be a bit horny. And that's all you need to say. And then he'll be like, oh. pong. It'd be like what? Then he'll be up. I think yeah. I mean, I mean, Jordan's put it in a in a less uh, articulate way, but I would I would communicate in a subtle way. You know, put put the put the lights down to sort of twenty percent if you've got you know the hue lights. Put on some music, that sort of thing. What are we in a porn film? Spritz okay. the bed with some you know Chanel number no. five. Now we're in a seventies porn film. I don't know. Communication is very important. In yeah, I just wait. Give him a nudge. Give him a nudge. Just be like, I climb on. It's an insight into your life, isn't it? (laughs) Why am I being so silly in the past few weeks? A horrible way to put it. This next one is from Kate. Dear William and Jordan, with a little nod to Ben too, of course. Just a little Just a little. Yeah. A little background information about me is that I have been struggling with anxiety every day for the last two years or so. I started uni, they mean university, in September 2020, and I'm sure you can imagine with Covid it has been a bit of a nightmare. I can... I can only imagine. I can't help but feel like I'm not enjoying myself as much as I'm supposed to. I don't drink, I find the academic pressure has ruled the way I go about my life for as long as I can remember, and I miss my family. I'm going through therapy for the first time, and I'm just finding it all really hard to deal with whilst being away from family. And I feel like my mental health is robbing me of what everyone says are the best years of your life. Do you have any advice for me about how to let go of that feeling, I suppose? I got into the podcast a couple of weeks ago. I'm up to mid-2020 and I'm loving it. I find that they are the only thing that properly helped me escape anxious thoughts. Thank you for doing what you do. I hope there are no mistakes, William. Oh. I'm in the midst of writing a university essay and I feel like my writing skills are being used up on that. Haha. And Jordan, my housemate and I loved you on I'm a Celebrity. You were the favourite to win for us. Kind Aww. regards, Kate. Kate, uh, right, first of all, I uh, hope you're feeling better soon. Now, we always go on about university and a lot of people do and say, it's the best years of your life, best years of your life. Have I said this before? Mm. Really didn't like my third year of uni. Very nearly quit if it weren't for my mum. Very nearly quit. Like, third years, too much pressure. I was missing home. I was missing my friends from back home. I'd done mm. two years of going out on the piss. And, yeah. And um, my first two years, like the first year of uni, probably best year of my life. But... It's don't compare yourself to other people just because other people say they had a great time mm. and it was fantastic. Another thing as well you should consider is I had a couple of friends that went to uni 
in their hometown or near their hometown, so they didn't move away. Mm -hmm. Loved it, still made loads of friends, but still lived with the parents or still lived back home, had the friends and family around them. So that's whatever's whatever's best for you. And when I was at the University of Sunderland, a lot of my friends used to live in the North East, so they just commuted in. They didn't move abroad for it and stuff like that. Mm. So don't feel like you've got to stay there and got to enjoy it because everybody else is. Everybody's different. And my last year of uni, I don't really have many fond memories of it, if I'm honest. Mm. I just found it was just... I stopped going out because I needed to do all my work. And then, well, yeah. yeah, but you are also there to get a degree. So I stopped going out. Well, great, that's fine. You were, that's, you know, you yeah, are there not to go out. You are there to actually just, get a yeah. degree. And just being skin all the time is hard. It can be tough. I mean, look, I'm very grateful for university. I met some really lovely friends at university, and had I not met those friends, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you, Jordan, obviously. Um, But, you know, I've said it before, I'm I'm not brilliantly academic. I know I can sort of pick apart people's letters. I'm quite good at English. But other than that, although I I did make a couple of mistakes a few weeks ago on the podcast, and those that that picked those up, well done. Um, But I listened back, I was mortified. But, what did you do? Oh, I can't remember now. It was the me and I thing. Oh, okay. Mm. But, yeah, don't look, it is just university. I know it feels like the, the big thing, because it's the biggest thing probably to date that you have done, because that's sort of the natural course of life. But it is just university. Um, you are there ultimately to get a degree, which will hopefully help you in your future life. So, again, think of the big picture is my advice. Do what you want to do in your own time. If people are pressuring you to go out and you don't want to go out, maybe because your anxiety is is too high or it's not your sort of environment, you be you. Ultimately, if you stick to your guns, don't try and pretend to be someone you're not. Be who you actually are and it, it should be okay. And if you are feeling a bit blue, talk to somebody, find someone, ask, ask a good friend, a relative to, to sit down and just listen. And hopefully they just listen to you. They may not need to give you any advice because maybe there isn't any advice, but if they just listen to your problems and just understand them and you get it off your chest, I know it's a cliche, but a problem shared is a problem halved. Mm-hmm. Good advice, and I hope you're feeling better soon, Kate. And I hope the therapy's going well for you, and that's making you feel better as yeah, well. Yeah, and well, well done for for noticing that you have to do something. So that's again half the battle. So well done. This next one is from Amy. Hi, I'm an original G and Diva, although they've put here D and Diva. Oh, an so original. Obviously. So that means from the start, doesn't yeah. it? An original D and Diva. We don't rate our G and Divas. No. If you start, if you've been with us from the start, with us from last week, as long as you're on board, that's all that matters. Well, you put that bloody out pissed at you. I know, I should really stop drinking. It's like doing a podcast with my mum. <laughs> doing one with your mum as well. It's like doing a podcast with Judy oh, Finnegan. my God, why have we never thought of that? What? Spin-off. Wendy and Sarah. We've talked about this before. Oh, that would be a frigging... We end up with a cat fight every day. <laughs> at the end of Dynasty. Yeah, it'd be like <laughs> Dynasty. <laughs> Oh, Sarah! I'd listen to Sarah and Wendy's. Mm, might do better than ours. If you think I don't shut up, you won't be able to get a word. <laughs> Sarah, lovely dress. Where's that from, love? Oh, it's fantastic. That. Maybe, maybe if you're ever unavailable, we can invite Wendy on. Wendy and Graham. No, just well, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I think they when... do argue a lot, though. So it might just be one week one doesn't turn up. Sorry, Ben. That bald-headed bastard's not bothered coming. And good riddance to him as well. We're divorcing. She's talking about your father or me? <laughs> My dad. Freaking divorcing every week. 
Anyway, back to Amy's letter. Yeah. Hi, My mum and dad do genuinely love each other. I know. They just get divorced every week, that's all. <laughs> Hi, I'm an original G and Diva. I love the podcast. Now, I know you're not parents, but maybe parenting etiquette could be a next move. My daughter went through a hilarious yet embarrassing pirate phase. Let me set the scene. We're at a funeral of a family member where common practice is that the service is organised on very short notice. Therefore, all babysitters are unavailable. So we decided to take along our three-year-old, and as we were standing there, my delightful child, at the top of her excited three-year-old voice, screamed, Arr, Mr Smee, it's Captain Hook. Arr. <laughs> Cue all the women trying to mask giggles at a very serious time <laughs> while I attempt to muffle the sounds of a tiny pirate. How should one react to a child in this precarious situation? Much love, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Children at weddings. Are you having children at your wedding? Well, you're coming. <laughs> Don't say I'm going to be on the bloody kids' table with all the messy kids in a high chair. They, can, you, sh- they can show you how to eat. I mean, I will wear a bib, but... <laughs> uh, there might be a couple, but okay. not not many. We are talking like two. Children at funerals. Hmm. What's your... Well, I mean, if they're, if they're related to the person that's in the box, then yes, they, have, they sort of have to go. In if, the box? If you feel it's appropriate... Yeah, if you can't get a sitter, it's fine. And if I was at a christening recently, and the the I've been to lots of christening, the vicar was like said at the start, if the children start running round or playing with the toys, you're like it's fine. The children, he's a really nice vicar. Well, that, yeah. And to be fair, at the church where we're getting married, at the back, although I'm told that they won't be there on the day we get married, there are sort of you know there's a child's area yeah. for them to sort of sit and play during sort of normal sort of services. So it's fine. If I ever told you, I got the giggles at my granddad's funeral. No. And my, I was crying, and my cousin, Debbie, got, she said, I'll get you tissues. Have I met Debbie? No, that's big G and Diva, though. She okay. listens. Um, she, she got a tissue out of the bag, but pulled out a pair of tights. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. And I'm Some, do you know what? Some, I'm giggling. I've giggled a lot at funerals. Yeah. Because I think you're so uptight that you know, like, and you're so the, the emotions are so charged that the emotions go to extremes. So they either go tears of sadness or they go completely the other way, mm. which I think is you know it's only natural. Amy, don't worry about it. Kids at funeral like that, they'll remember that, and I'll talk about that for you. And sometimes people need a good laugh. My goddaughter over the summer last year, they were away having a holiday cottage somewhere. And my goddaughter's parents couldn't get the key. They couldn't open the holiday cottage. They'd gone to the beach and they're coming back. And uh, they're sort of having a little bicker between them as to, you know, why the door isn't opening. And my my goddaughter comes over and just goes, bear in mind she's two, and goes, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Where's she got that I don't from? know, because they're really careful about swearing in front of her. So, yeah... Um, I'll show you this video. Mm. By uh, my dad taught my nephews a, a naughty rhyme at Christmas. Do you want to see this? Of mm-hmm. them swearing. And my sister-in-law sent this in the WhatsApp group. Uh, where is it? Oh, here we go. Listen to this. This is a rhyme that my dad taught them. How old are they? So, uh, <laughs> Is that Seb and Austin? Yeah, so my, um, 
<laughs> it was my brother actually. He put into the family WhatsApp group. My dad had just had him for afternoon. Any ideas? He's taught by innocent children. This. Can I see the video? Banged his head, now he's dead. What a knobhead. My goddaughter's also been taught by her aunt to, to walk in to the holiday cottage and go, we're going to the beach, bitches. <laughs> uh, I t- this is what I love about kids. Do you remember this from... Mum, I've shit myself. No, 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 I love that video. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We've noticed. Look at this. This is what my nephew sent me on my birthday. Did yeah. I ever show you this? Listen to this. Because <laughs> we were in lockdown, weren't we? And I wore me on. I just finished my show and I got this. Happy birthday, Uncle What I also like is your little lips were doing a lip sync to that <laughs> as you did it. Yeah, that's so sweet. I hope you have a good time on your own with no one else. Anyway, Amy, don't worry. That's Maybe the if you go ill, we're having like a roster of people that could replace you. Oh, Austin you. and Seb. Austin and Seb, Ben, if we're desperate, or your mum. Uh, yeah, the, the apple. Is that the right word? The apple of my eyes. Apples. The apples of my eye. Yes. I was in. I bought them some. I bought them some. Oh, don't tell them. They might listen. They won't listen. I've got them. Um, they're going to go mad, so I think they're coming down a few weeks. And I walked past the shop and they had Nerf guns. I was like, I've got to get them. A Nerf gun? Yeah. And a Nerf gun. What's a Nerf Fire gun? Fire off those little foam things. Oh, right. I do spoil them. A Nerf is a Nerf. <laughs> no more tears. Is that an LOLO thing? <laughs> no. Good moaning. <laughs> Every time I guess you, don't it? Every time. I've just been pissing by. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, Gene Divas, thank you for all of that. If you uh, need a gentle reminder that if you need our help with anything, you can get in touch with us. Send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on any of the socials. We're at sexedmyboss. You can write to William who promises a handwritten reply in his own lettered paper. The address is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. On there as well is tickets for our tour, Labs on Tour, William Stagdo. We're coming to a town or city near you. So check it out and we will see you on Friday for the bonus. Goodbye. Thank you.